This is Pro in the studio. I'm Shahir Paradwala. Despite Canada being one of the more privileged countries to have the vaccine rollout begin, there have been certain challenges that have appeared. The World Health Organization defines vaccine hesitancy as a delay in acceptance or refusal of vaccines, despite the availability of these services. In this episode, we have Snowy, a third-year nursing student who had the opportunity to get the vaccine recently. Hi, Snowy. It's wonderful to have you. Could you tell me a little bit about yourself? Sure. So my name is Snowy. I'm a third-year nursing student, and during the COVID-19 pandemic, I worked as a PSW in a long-term care. Great. And so how did you find out that you were scheduled to get vaccinated? And once you did find out, what were your thoughts and feelings about this? So my process of getting scheduled to be vaccinated was a roller coaster because company memos had originally said we would be getting the vaccine in 2021. But around Christmas time, we found out that vaccines would be made available to us. And so from what I had heard from the nurses giving report, there are only about 30 doses available for my entire organization, which would equal to about five people who would get vaccinated per floor. I later found out that this wasn't true, but at the time it was very stressful for me. Yeah. So how did you come to resolve this? So I worked night shifts, actually. So it was really difficult for me to find my boss and like speak to her about getting the vaccine. I was also really worried about not being able to get it because of all these limited doses. And I felt like if I didn't take the opportunity right now as a healthcare provider, I would have to wait really long to be able to get the vaccine like everyone else. And so I actually... Um, approached my boss uh, and sent her an email asking if I would be eligible and she just gave me like a link to sign up just telling me that everyone who worked in the setting that the government had specifically designated vaccines to would be eligible to get vaccinated. Definitely I can understand I can understand your concerns Um, both Moderna and Pfizer which were approved for Canada uh, they're both behind schedule right now and the Pfizer which it has a plant in Belgium and that's where the vaccines come from it's being retooled to raise the production value. Uh, meanwhile, for Moderna, the exact reasons for the delay are not sure. And even more than that, Canada is facing something called vaccine nationalism. So what is vaccine nationalism? I've actually never heard of that before. Okay, that's a great question, Snowy. Uh, vaccine nationalism is when countries try, prioritize their own populations to receive vaccine doses before they distribute them to other countries. So for example, Biden in the US has said that he prioritizes the US population uh, because they do have some factories that produce vaccines and they want their population, the Americans, to get these vaccines first. Yeah, I see. And how did your family feel about this? Because I know that a significant population um, not only globally, but in Canada as well, is hesitant to take the vaccine. So my mom was actually really against me getting the vaccine. She said she was really worried about long-term effects. And then she got really mad at me and didn't want to talk to me because of that. So I did some research on my own and did some research about mRNA vaccines and how they have actually already been tested on humans before. And um, there have not been any long-term effects that have been reported in those human trials. And I also asked the opinion of my uncle, who is a doctor, and he told me that he would recommend everyone get the mRNA vaccine because, you know, it's very, it's a very safe way of being immunized against something. And he said that if he were in my position, he would want to take the vaccine as well. So in the end, 
um, that was how I, I kind of got the approval from my parents just to get the vaccine. So I actually wanted to know what your parents think about you pot- potentially getting the vaccine. I know like a lot of parents have really strong feelings about the vaccine as well. Yeah. So my mom is actually one of those WhatsApp moms who receives all of these messages and that's how she forms her ideas. And so she's a bit hesitant. Uh, like a week ago, she was talking about how there might be a chip inside it and how they might track you down. So it is a kind of funny, but also a serious situation for me. Um, fortunately, my dad has kind of convinced her that it's not as bad because my dad works in healthcare and he has gotten uh, both doses of the vaccine. Interesting. And my mom is like a WhatsApp mom too, so I can definitely agree with you. There are so many WhatsApp moms out there. <laughs> but really, when I you're looking agree. at the, from a theoretical lens, um, you can kind of understand where they're coming from because according to the WHO, uh, World Health Organization, uh, they base vaccine hesitancy on three factors. So confidence, so how confident you are in the vaccine, Complacency, how, uh, how complacent you are in communicable diseases in, and their ability to affect or cause harm and the convenience in getting vaccines. And all of these three factors, they shape up to form people's ideas and their, how accepting they are towards vaccines. And so could you tell me how it went on the day of when you got the vaccine? What exactly was the process that led you to getting it? My boss wanted me to get it immediately after one of my day shifts. And she wanted me to schedule it so that it was like I had a day off just to recover from it. And and like the a few days later, I would have to go to work. And so my first dose was on the 20th of December. And so I think a, like uh, when I initially signed up for the vaccine, they sent me an email just scheduling me and confirming that I was to have a dose. And then I think a few days prior to me actually getting the vaccine, they just sent like a confirmation email, including information on like how to get there, what to do and like what to bring and stuff like that. So oh, on sounds the like day- a great boss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree. And so what happened on the day of exactly? Oh, okay. So on the day of, I remember going in and there's a screening station just to see if you had... Um, you were like at, at risk of getting COVID. Like for example, if you had interacted with anyone in the last 14 days that had traveled outside of Canada and stuff like that. And so afterwards they just like gave me some like sort of um, armband with like, um, I think the date of the vaccination. And then they also gave me a new mask like switched out of. And so after that, I just went into a line where we just waited to like register our information and say that we are present for the vaccination and after that we just had to wait in like um, a socially distanced room and then after that you went into like a specific a smaller room where a either a doctor or a nurse administered the vaccine to you while asking you some questions about you know if you were contraindicated to get the vaccine okay you know um i just wanted to say i love those screening questions it you know, the ones where they ask, have you been outside Canada? Have you been in contact with someone uh, with COVID-19, etc.? Because mm-hmm. answering them makes me feel so capable. Yeah. <laughs> like you feel like you're, you're like a socially, you're like a, a good citizen, you know, Ad- adhering to all these guidelines. Okay, so right after the vaccine, uh, they bring you into a room where you are 
just sitting there for about 15 minutes. You're socially distanced from other people that are waiting there. Um, but you're going to be monitored for about 15 minutes just to check if you're going to have any adverse reactions to the vaccine, like an anaphylactic reaction, where basically your airways just close up and that can turn into a really big emergency. And so luckily, um, I did not experience that, nor did anyone else uh, in the time that I was... Um, sitting there in that room for um and the time frame it wasn't that bad there was free wi-fi so you know you could do anything you wanted on online um and also it's it was just really important because you know it shows how they they want to monitor and make sure that you know your reaction to the vaccine isn't bad because the majority of reactions to vaccines show up within 15 minutes um and just so at the end a nurse asked me if i felt any reactions if I felt bad at all I told her I didn't feel bad at all and um she just provided me documentation to show that I had been vaccinated for the day definitely and what about the aftermath how did you feel afterwards because I know that the second dose is stronger than the first Uh, Mm -hmm. could you tell me a bit about that so uh in terms of how my symptoms were For my first dose, I definitely remember I felt a lot of muscle pain, especially in the arm that I was injected in. I felt really cold as well, and I felt really tired. And I think that went on for about one or two days, but I definitely felt like able to go to work the the next day after like I had day off. Uh, And so my second dose, I had actually read online that a lot of people were experiencing really bad side effects. Like um, they felt like they're going to throw up and like all very severe side effects. And so I was really worried, but then I actually didn't have very many side effects other than just like the headache. So my hypothesis was that um, if you didn't feel any side effects for the first one, your side effects wouldn't be, like your side effects would be more severe in the second dose and vice versa. Nice, and what happens now? So what happens now? Unfortunately, uh, even though I did get the vaccine and to get both doses. You still need to mask up because, you know, there's still a chance that you could inadvertently pass COVID on to someone else. So it's really important that we continue to mask just until the public health officials say it's safe to not wear your mask anymore. Well, Snowy, thank you for your time and answering all those questions. Uh, we really appreciate your presence and happy COVID free. Thank you. I, I hope I, I I hope that this COVID-free thing sort of extends to everyone else. This episode is produced by the Quarantine Project, an initiative created by nursing students to provide easy-to-understand COVID-19 information for teens. If you are interested in learning more about the work we do, you can subscribe to our Instagram channel at the.quarantineproject. Until then, See you next week.